Hey, what's up? It's your boy Crump Diddy, and we're ready to talk some smack. I was about to say the S word, but I'm trying to get this podcast onto Apple iTunes. And I guess if you curse, they don't allow you to. But hey, we're going to talk some smack. We're going to talk about GoldenEye. And today, the reason why GoldenEye is the subject of this podcast is because earlier today on Fakesagram, I made a post about GoldenEye. Reason being is because on my news feed earlier today, there was an article talking about GoldenEye about why GoldenEye was a game changer. And I was reading some of the bullet points in the article. And I got to say, it it, it was a well-written article. They just took it and knocked it out of the ballpark. Because a lot of the stuff they're saying is true. I mean, GoldenEye was a revolutionary game. I think it came out like 97, if I'm not mistaken. I know I was like 10 years old. I think it was 97 when it came out. And let me tell you, that game really, I mean, it took first-person shooter games and it made them a household genre on video games. It made them popular. They were already sort of known in the PC world. That's why, you know, Duke Nukem and Wolfenstein, you know, on the PC world were already killing it back in the early 90s. And then eventually they made their ports over in the mid-90s to consoles. But, like, the problem is they were originally PC games. And then, you know, so they come over to the consoles, stripped down from graphics and audio quality. So it doesn't really make them a home-based console game. They're just ports. GoldenEye, was a port it was not a port it was an actual straight straight exclusive console game to the N64 and i think one of the things that made it popular was the fact that it was on the N64 because it allowed four player multiplayer and N64 was known for that it was the only console at the time that allowed for four player madness you know and so basically not to like you know put everyone to sleep here GoldenEye was awesome because, you know, I had four-player madness. The sound effects on the game were, were at the time, were amazing. The guns really sounded real. They didn't sound like paper clips falling on the floor like Rainbow Six back in the day, you know. And on top of that, the soundtrack was, like, off the fucking chain. I mean, the soundtrack was badass. And so you had that plus a badass storyline because it followed the movie. You know, amazing physics for its time. I mean, I used to love putting remote mines on the feet of soldiers and then blowing them up and watching soldiers fly, like fly, like football field distances, you know. And the sound effects, when they they would get shot or whatever, was hilarious. Like, it just was entertainment and was jam-packed full of badass gameplay. It was addicting and it was awesome to go over your friend's house with your controller because the rule of thumb is, man, if you're going to go to an N64 party, you got to bring your controller, man. You got to bring the controller and the memory card of the Rumble Pack. That was another thing, too. It came with the Rumble Pack. So when you're shooting off this AK-47, which I don't think it was called that in the game. It was called something else. Uh, you know, the PP-7, whatever the hell you want to call it. Then you felt that Rumble Pack, man. And nowadays, you know, the controllers with the Rumble features, no one gives a shit about them. But in the 90s, bro, if your controller was rumbling every time you shot off a, a gun... Man, you just wanted to just bust nothing but video game nuts, dude. It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. And no one no one could no one should be allowed to tell you differently. You know, the game was very successful. It sold a lot of copies. I mean, God, who didn't have GoldenEye? If you had an N64 and you didn't have GoldenEye, you were a piece of shit. You were a piece of shit and you deserve to be punched in the fucking nose even though like i mean mentally of course and dude it was just a badass game and you know back to my friend i gotta say this too my friend kukling it's a conspiracy going out there i gotta say this i gotta be the first to bring it i know all my friends are a bunch of chicken shits and won't say it publicly but my friend kukling juan velez is a fucking cheater he's a hacker and i'll explain to you why it has been known 
for 20 years. It's it's public knowledge. This is you can look this up. You can Google it, like everyone says nowadays. Goldeneye had not just cheat codes that were unlockable through like beating uh, levels on 007 mode and certain time limits, but they had cheat codes that were button mashed cheat codes like back in the day like xy xy bba you know those type of codes you had to press certain buttons in a sequence they actually had those type of cheat codes that can only be used in multiplayer mode which the game would not indicate or allow you to be aware that you typed it incorrectly so the only way to know is to actually test out the cheat code like they would have button codes for invisibility invincibility unlimited ammo extra armor extra health you know and that was the thing that this is why I'm, I put two and two together. Kikling would kick everybody's ass in Goldeneye. Okay, you name it slappers, throwing knives only, while everybody else had automatic golden guns. No. Kikling would always come out victorious. And I know why. And it's because of these fucking cheat codes. I'm telling you, the next time I play Goldeneye with Kikling, I'm going to be paying attention to his hand movements. Kikling is not a stupid uh, individual. Kikling is very fucking smart. And I'll bet you anything, he has all of those motherfucking codes memorized. You know, right now, all I have in my brain is the theme song to Unsolved Mysteries playing in the background. Because I'm telling you, it, it all makes sense now after all these years. And GoldenEye is not the only game that had codes that eventually leaked out that were just button mashing codes that didn't require unlocking achievements to get these codes. You know, I'm pretty damn sure Mario Kart, which of course I unofficially took his title, but whatever, that's another episode. But Mario Kart has the same type of codes. I, I, if I'm willing to bet money on it, if there was cheat codes for Mario Kart, Kakling was using those codes. But that's the thing about GoldenEye is that it didn't age well graphically, but to this day, multiplayer-wise, it still holds up. It's still fun to play with your friends. I mean, not too long ago, we did a drinking game on my friend Eric's house, you know, Trunks, where every time you lost in a game or you died, you had to either shotgun a beer or take a shot. Now, you can imagine how stupid of an idea that was, but it's so fun. And I'm telling you, we were all probably drinking and kind of getting buzzed and not really noticing Kling lurking in the backgrounds. Lurking in the backgrounds. We were all taking turns because there was a whole bunch of us, more than four. And I bet you whoever was on Kling's team, he was whispering, Hey, hey, I'm, I'm going to do you a favor. C up, C left, C right, C right, LR, LR. You'll thank me later. And I'm pretty sure whoever he told that to was probably Roger. Mine instantly blown. The person became Superman. Inhuman! So... I'm telling you, I know he's cheating, but the game, even though with Kakling cheating, you know, and being so good at the game, or at least being good at cheating, the game to this day still stands out. It is still fun multiplayer. And I think that's the thing that a lot of games today over the last 10 years, it's a little bit longer than that, but 10 years, I noticed that very few developers have the balls to do, and that's to make a very good game. They're just concerned about collecting the paycheck getting the money from the people and just worried about making up for the losses with DLC later. GoldenEye, there was no DLC. You want a DLC, you actually had to be good at the game and lock those last two levels. You know? And it's just a game that had very high replay value. And it's one of the most iconic FPS games ever fucking made. So with that, I say amen to Rare, the developers who made that game. And to everybody who's ever experienced GoldenEye, my hat goes off to you because you were part of something iconic. 
something that would go down in history as probably the greatest FPS game ever made, despite the fact that to this day, it still looks like dog shit, but it's still a fun game to play. So with that, guys, I am out. Crump Diddy in the motherfucking house. I'm probably in your house right now raiding your fridge, you know, or seeing if if your mattress is comfortable, seeing if your pillows are fluffed, and I'm out. Peace.